0: So I look at this value versus income perspective more from, we can get to the same final number either way, but what way is going to be more income tax efficient for the ownership?
1: Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI.
0: And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI.
1: Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. We'll get into this episode's conversation right after
0: this. Do you already have an exit planning system in place? Are you looking for ways to attract new exit planning clients? The BEI Marketing License is the perfect launchpad. With the marketing license, you'll receive access to tools, brandable materials, and support that enable you to attract and engage clients in exit planning. These tools are designed to place you and your firm as the trusted advisor. Get started today by visiting exitplanning.com forward slash license. That's exitplanning.com forward slash license. Attract and engage your clients in the exit planning process.
1: John, I thought I would start today with a conversation that I had about a week ago with a business owner. I was talking with a, a founder of a business who has transitioned most of his ownership to the next generation of employees Mm -hmm. who own the company. And they are looking at sort of maintaining, making sure that they have stability in their ownership, and then also looking to identify, develop, and bring into ownership a third generation of internal owners in the business. So that's kind of the scenario. Mm-hmm. It's not that unusual. we right. have right. seen it many times. And one of the things that came up was that uh, they each person who is an owner of the business, and we think some of the people who are looking at becoming owners of the business, they kind of want to set, it's not really company culture, it's really more like culture among the owners for how to think about the ownership interest these are people who are purchasing they're not mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. given ownership in the company and what is they want to set expectations for the current owner group and for the next generation of owners so what are mm-hmm. the expectations that you have, should have as an owner of a, of a small business a privately held business this one is is particularly successful so It's a, a business I wouldn't mind owning a piece of but I haven't been offered any mm-hmm. and the two camps or the two mm-hmm. sort of perspectives that they were asking about were, one, okay, should a new owner or a current owner really be focused on the inherent value of their ownership interest? What is that going to be when they sell? Mm-hmm. How can they use that to plan for their retirement? And, of course, that backs up into what, what choices or decisions could I make today that will improve the value of my ownership What company decisions could we be making that would improve sort of the inherent, sort of going concern, equity per share value that I own? So there's that camp of Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And then there's another camp of people who are kind of thinking about their ownership in terms of the income stream that it generates. So in this particular business, it's what we call a pass-through entity. So Mm -hmm. profits of the business end up in the hands of the owners based on the percent that they own. And this company has been profitable most years out of the last 10. And so owners of the business have been receiving some of those profits. And this makes some people want to increase their ownership percentage so that they can get more of that income every year and for the entire length mm-hmm. of time that they mm-hmm. own their stock. And so they're kind of developing the two camps and they think that the, the leaders of the company want to create some consistency in the expectations That current and new owners have for should we all be kind of thinking about and talking about and doing our planning around maximizing essentially that, you know, the per share value of every share of stock in this company, Mm or should we be sort of really focusing our efforts and our attentions on how to generate income and profit, particularly in the business, so that that can be pushed out to current owners. And so if they came to you with that question, then what would you say or what would you ask or what mm-hmm. would you tell them mm-hmm. is your kind of baseline view on this?
0: Well, let's assume I've asked them all the questions sure. so we, we know exactly where they stand. Right. So good question. And, and obviously business value and cash flow are highly related. Yes, I mean they're almost they are almost two sides of the same coin. Sure. Um, so because a multiple of income or EBITDA earnings before interest taxes depreciation amortization, which can often be equivalent to cash flow in a pass through entity, uh, some multiple that is usually used to determine value at least in a in a service company. So they, they're very involved. I would look at it. Uh, differently than either of these two camps in terms of trying to grow value or grow cash flow, I would approach it from the perspective because I think they're all just pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would approach it more from the perspective of how do I look at achieving my ownership goals in the business when I leave it? Uh, if If I have highly valued stock I'm going to sell it and I'm going to pay a capital gains tax Mm -hmm. however how the people I'm going to sell it to are presumably other management level people in the company yes because that's that's their plan that's what they've done successfully so that means those people who could be this person as well initially I have to earn money pay a tax on that money what is that money? It's the cash flow of the company I'm getting with respect to my ownership interest. Pay a tax on it. Pay it to the departing owner who pays a second capital gains tax. Right. Out. So I look at this value versus income perspective more from we can get to the same final number either way. But what way is going to be more income tax efficient for the ownership? Mm-hmm. Uh, So I would look at it from a... I would say, well, ordinarily, let's say the departing owner wants $1 for his ownership Mm -hmm. interest, uh, which tells me he wants $0.80 net after taxes for Mm -hmm. his ownership interest because he'd pay a capital gains tax when he got the dollar. But what's the cheapest way, tax-wise, to get him $0.80 net after taxes? Mm -hmm. And it would be for him to take enough cash directly from the company... Pay a tax on at one time and end up with eighty cents. So maybe that's a dollar twenty or a dollar thirty. Okay. Uh, as opposed to this person over here having to run probably a dollar sixty or a dollar seventy to end up with the dollar to pay it to the departing owner, who then pays the capital gains tax and ends up with eighty cents. I realize this is a technical conversation, but what I'm getting to is. If you focus on getting value, you're going to end up with $0.80. Cents. If you focus on getting cash flow, you can still end up with $0.80, cents, but one cost may be $0.40 cents less hmm. than the other one. So it can be a win-win if you plan it out that way. And I often talk when I'm talking to owners or, and especially advisors when we're giving talks or training sessions that uh, very often on inside transfers, which this is, I'm transferring to my kids, I'm transferring to key employees who don't have money, so therefore they have to look to the earnings of the company to get the money to buy the ownership interest. We want to use the lowest defensible value on the stock that's going to be sold by one owner and acquired by another owner. Now, if it's a third-party sale, without a doubt, we want to sell for as much value as we can because we don't care how the outside buyer got his or her money or its money to pay us our dollar. Mm-hmm. So I look at really not from a difference of value or cash flow. I look at what's the least expensive way tax-wise of getting the money to a departing owner. And if it's not riskier to do something more tax-effectively, then that's clearly the way to go. Sure. The end for me. <laughs> the end, right? Well,
1: and I think that 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 is helpful to have that conversation with these kinds of leadership teams because they are trying to educate
0: right incoming to
1: owners mm-hmm. who've never been business owners before mm-hmm. about what it means to be an owner and why it's good mm-hmm. and why it's important. And I mm-hmm. think, and I think they are right. They and they and they possibly are. Uh, are at risk for coming up with a distinction without a difference mm-hmm. in this sort of, you know, should we be focused on the income that a share of stock generates, mm-hmm. or should we fo- be focused on the value that the share of stock represents? But this is, these are the real questions mm-hmm. that owners, first-time owners, are, are asking themselves. And you and I might do this whole elaborate, sort of very quick advisor tax analysis mm-hmm. of their situation, But what it comes down to is that these people Mm -hmm. have to work with each other and feel good about the value that they're using to buy out someone who's Mm -hmm. now entering, they've got people who are coming within a couple of years of retirement from Mm -hmm. second generation, and this is not family generation, but second generation of employee owners. And so those people are heading towards retirement, Should should, should I feel good about about them having a high stock value or a low stock value should i be focused on this year's Mm -hmm. cash flow maybe because i think i'll get more out of it versus my long-term view of stock ownership Mm -hmm. so even though i think we you and i can have these technical conversations there is sort of this practical kind of people oriented and almost kind of emotional conversation to have with clients too to make sure that we as advisors, while we're doing this work to calculate the tax consequences of a particular kind of approach, we also want to look at these, like how do they feel about being an owner and what are they telling each other and themselves about the benefits of ownership? So that's why I thought it would be an interesting question for us to bring up because it kind of brings together the the issues that are involved in being on the advisor side and being able to do that kind of technical analysis and and essentially do math to figure out what's the best way and then also to have conversations and to communicate with people coming into ownership who, who may have started at a pretty entry-level position in this company and have worked their way up so they have no professional background, no expertise or knowledge. There's not really a good book necessarily so that they can read about you know, how to be an owner in a, in a small business. So it's, I think it's our job as professionals to bring both of those together. Yeah, and I
0: would, I would add to that uh, and back when I practiced law, we'd see this all the time, the, the income versus value discussion. And what we found was really good, and because a lot of these also were, would be service type business or professional service sure. firms, engineering firms, architectural firms, so that once you have created the design for an owner exit, Usually first generation actually going down to the second generation, which might be kids or key employees. You create this template, then the second generation and the third generation know exactly what needs to happen for them to exit. Mm-hmm. We've got, once you do the design one time and spend that, it really serves as a roadmap for all the incoming owners mm-hmm. and they can see that, oh yeah, when we sell, when we buy this person's ownership interest. Uh, the cash flow is going to come f- to us and to him directly from the company, but we're going to be buying in at a lower interest, and so they see how it worked from for Gen One. It's going to work the same way for Gen mm-hmm. Two, and it's very very consistent. So, but that does take education, and it does, and it does take time, and it takes time for the owner also. We're talking about the incoming owners, how, how difficult it is for them to understand. It also is a little difficult to, to tell a, an exiting owner that it's actually more tax efficient, which means he or she could actually end up with more net after-tax money if they want to, to sell at a lower value. I know. It's not that's not obvious and so you have to show how the cash flow will flow to them mm-hmm. and to the incoming owners in a tax effective manner. So, but that's part of what we do as exit planning advisors. Right. We can't expect owners to know that. We can't expect the owners, current lawyers and CPAs to understand what we just talked about because I don't know how they would receive that type of information mm-hmm. and training unless they're interested in exit planning. Yep. Um, so that's a benefit.
1: Agreed. So we, we, I think we're in agreement that having advisors who can sort of look behind that what's happening and understand it and, and try to develop structures for ownership transitions that are, I think you made a good point, repeatable is really important to doing our clients a good service mm-hmm. and helping to stabilize a company through multiple generations of internal owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, And I'm really excited about watching this company go. I helped them go from generation one to two. And I'm interested in watching them go from generation two to three, so that's gonna be really fun. And then having smart advisors who can sort of keep an eye on these other sort of more structural and planning related issues is really important as well as the emotional side for the owner group. So ultimately, I think that's why we plan. Mm -hmm. That is how we get good results for clients.
0: It's definitely why we plan.
1: Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit ExitPlanning.com.